Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, um, well, hi also to everyone else. Um, this week, I feel like before we even have to get started, I just have to like, or before we even talk about the readings, I just have to acknowledge how like just fucking exhausted my body is like all of the all of the i don't know um in every sense of the word my body is is just fucking exhausted and like i don't really i'm just not into anything at the moment well i just am like i'm thinking that like before we started this podcast i was like oh is it like the phd program is it like you know like my me not meeting my needs of like eating well and like uh um doing like uh fucking working out and uh like meditating and like being present with my body is it the fact that I'm trying to fucking move right now and is it the fact that we're in a fucking pandemic and it's just all of it and I'm just Mm -hmm. like life is it is all of it it's all of it (laughs) and also I think it's clear to me you know, the, the mind, body are so connected because I'm like, I'm tired in my body, but also I'm just like tired of thinking. Like there's yeah. like a, a mental um, overload that I'm in right now. And also I find it, I find it expressed the most in like my just exhaustion with the thought of like, care work right now like care yeah and that, that extends to my myself as well like mm-hmm. you know I yeah I don't feel like I um can adequately give the kind of care I want to give to my loved ones but also like I can't do it even for myself right now which is you know not <sighs> ideal <laughs> yeah and I feel like we've been talking about this a lot of just like how just because, like, I feel like for all people slash you and I, especially that care is so wrapped into, like, our pedagogical practice, I think that we're really dissatisfied because it's just, like, I just don't care. I can't care. <laughs> like, yeah. I... But yet you still care. care. But and... yet you still care when you aren't meeting your own expectations. Yeah. And I feel the same way. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's not that like, I don't want to, I think that, you know, I don't know. I think my students are great and they definitely deserve more care than I am able to, to give. I just am like, uh, I don't have it anyway. Sorry that that was like a weird, um, digression you guys, but I just, if we're not going to talk about the body here then where are we gonna fucking talk about it um and um anyway also i apologize i feel like my partner's maybe like playing video games or something he's on the phone so (laughs) (laughs) maybe we'll pick up that occasionally and also my dog is a clickety clackety ho. It's <laughs> a great title. I want like a poem. Clickety clackety ho. Also, um, I can my child her nails. is uh, off school today, so there's a very high chance for a miles interruption as well. So, 
that's just life <laughs> yeah but see the difference is that we all like need and thrive off of miles interruptions <laughs> um not so much dory or you know my partner being really loud um okay so sorry anyway um yeah uh so where where would you like to start i feel like i talk a lot so where where do you want to start um well i did i did want to note that yesterday was valentine's day right which i found ironic Mm -hmm. as i was reading um the readings a little yesterday and today um because you know like the whole like saint valentine the martyr is about like you Mm -hmm. know um well torture bodily bodily things it's not like yeah. very romantic, so it's it's kind of funny that we've made it into this um, Hallmark romance holiday. But Liz got me flowers, so I'm pro Valentine's Day now. <laughs> Haven't been before, um, but it just—I don't know—I I felt dissatisfied, mm-hmm. and I feel agitated. <laughs> I feel agitated about yeah. While I felt agitated while I was reading for this week. Um, and I don't, but I also, as I was thinking more about it, I don't know if I would have felt this level of dissatisfaction, agitation, but also like going back to how we opened exhaustion, if it wasn't following last week's, because I guess I just have a real problem with what I expect through all my experience to be the difference in discourse between Mm -hmm are these readings about um, torture and the body and the kind of body functions we were talking about last week. Um, And this is, this is like, this is culture as a whole. I'm not like calling. Okay. Sorry. Um, I'm not calling out like our specific class because our specific class is just part of the culture. Like there's nothing we can Mm -hmm. do about it. Maybe. I don't know. That was a weird statement. Sorry. (laughs) But I just feel like, and I want to talk a little bit because I think there's a, an example to be made in just like pop culture and movies and narratives and stuff. But my question is, why does the public function and use of torture get to be so interesting to us? But the yeah. public function and use of, say, from last week, women's menstrual blood just gets to be gross. I just... I. <laughs> I anticipate mm-hmm. this coming, and I don't, I don't know. Like, I was just thinking because Liz and I, for Valentine's Day, watched um, – what did we watch? What was that movie called? Oh, shit. Oh, The Old Guard. Yeah. Yeah, which is um, – so I'm calling myself out in this. I would make a case that Charlize Theron kicking people's asses is its own mm-hmm. genre, and I love that genre. Like, I do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there is this kind of, like – we kind of, I think as a culture, we like to watch movies and TV shows about mm-hmm. this heroic individual um, withstanding yeah. torture. And um, there's something like we find fascinating about that. But like, I don't know. I think there were a couple posts that brought up, well, maybe the opposite of torture is sex, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. But like, can you think of a sex scene you've seen that involved menstrual blood? I know this seems off the topic, yeah. but stay with me. <laughs> yeah because we all know period sex happens right Mm -hmm. so i just feel like there's a real i feel misogynistic difference in how we treat 
um, the way and the ways in which we talk about the public function of the body, whether it's, you know, pain and torture or, or other ones. And I feel agitated. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, um, yeah, I don't really know how to, I'm like emotionally exhausted from reading the readings this week. And I'm not even, to be honest, through all of them because I just like, I just can't. Um, yeah. And... No, I, felt the same. yeah. I mean, I got through most yeah. of them, but I did, I did mm-hmm. a lot of skimming with Scari after a while to, to be completely frank. Um, yeah. it's just like, I just, I, I can read it and I can be like, yeah, but I'm like, okay. And I, I, I don't know that I'm just having trouble with that, but also like, yeah, I made you read, I made you, I made you pay attention <laughs> to the Foucault in the beginning where he's talking yeah. about this public torture. He's talking about drawing and quartering. I, I want, I want to see an expression from, from us of, that's gross. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm going to get it. And I'm talking about culturally. I mean, we know it's gross, but I don't know. I'm disappointed in the difference of reactions, um, as a whole, maybe even within myself, you know what I mean? Like I'm including myself in, in, in my dissatisfaction. Yeah, I, um, I'm trying to think about how to even, I think like it, so it's really disappointing, like our, our willingness to like, um, or like our willingness to be fascinated and thrilled, um, with these kinds of ideas and to justify them. I think that that's a little bit of what, um, oh, good God, what's their name? Um, I'm so bad at names. Sadio, uh, is it two L's? Yeah. Yes, um, I think that's a little bit of what they're getting at is that that's why the rhetoric of torture is so complicated because we're like all at once deeming it necessary or at least sh- sanctioning the state to perpetuate this kind of violence. Um, while trying to distance ourselves from it and say that, like, we, like, it doesn't, we don't have any, so, like, we're trying to shun it as actively um, mm-hmm. as we can, um, and that's gross, <laughs> I, yeah. it, which is what you're saying, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and so to, to not, yeah, I don't know, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say, uh, but yeah, it's gross, and it's exhausting, and um and it is like really I don't understand why we're so willing to say that this that this kind of academic work it it has purpose or is useful whereas Uh like academic work about like bodily functions or or everything that we were talking about last week is not useful or purposeful um or not and not to say that that's what we were saying um, but that's kind of like what the rooms were getting at was trying to talk to us about why um, mm-hmm. it's necessary or useful. So, which implies to me like a a kind of attitude in the field that it's not, um, which is also a little bit of what um, these readings are doing too, I think, but just in a really, really different way. Um, and I don't feel like we're getting these kinds of frequent or as explicit 
breakdowns into the ways that um, these other functions of the body operate as we do like with Foucault. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, this isn't something I, I know if that's would have thought sense. of my, <laughs> this isn't a statement I would have expected to make uh, before today, but I found the Foucault actually pretty, pretty useful, I suppose. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like breaking down and maybe articulating the ways that public in execution torture um, was at some points explicit. I mean, like, so mm-hmm. it was a public in certain points of time. Right. And it was like, it was terrorizing. It's, it's, it meant yeah. about controlling the population. Right. Yeah. And I liked when he made the, made the point that reforming um, the penal system has been less about any real ethics on the part of the state um, than about the needs of the state at a given time and the best way to control the population. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when, so there's that moment, there's that point where he points out that like public executions back, you know, when drawing and quartering were things and we were hanging everyone or whatever. Um, so this, this, the spectacle of it, there was always that like seed or potential for the crowd to actually turn on the executioner and the state. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, so it's both it's both useful, but dangerous. So then when we make it private, um, that's on, not necessarily about our new ethics. It's more about um, being afraid of the population, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I think we can make a lot of connections, oh, between, you know, like US carceral system as an mm-hmm. extension of slavery and the control and like terrorizing yeah. of black and brown bodies. So, you know, like, as so we go through the different stages and forms of penalizing people, um, it becomes, it's, it's, it's actually about what the state needs at the time. So, you know, chain gangs when we need certain kinds of labor, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I found that all pretty useful um, to think about. So, you know, yay for co? I don't know. See, so, yeah, but my, I think my issue is that, like, so I'm not saying that it's not useful and like I see like why we're talking about this but it's like I like I can't I have to immediately like I don't know is extrapolate the right word but I have to like extend it into other contexts you know and so like I feel like in all of these readings we're specifically talking about torture as perpetuated by the state onto like criminal or or whatever other bodies right Mm -hmm. and um and like I don't like I like I know that that is happening but I also see like and I'm sure that this is like I don't know everyone's gonna say this or this is like not an this is like an obvious statement to make but I I see the state perpetuating that kind of power relationship in much more like everyday circumstances, you know what I mean? Like when I think about the ways that like systems of oppression, like it's like, why are we having this like deep dive into the way into like these, these specific effects on the body when like it's that same kind of relationship is existing, like with the way that poverty, for example, operates in our country 
Um, yeah. you know, I was thinking about Nandini a lot when I was doing the readings and yeah, like what too. she would have to say uh, about all of this. But I'm just like, you know, like I think that like is that not how like especially when we're thinking about like this idea of like using your own body like your own body being the source of like um pain or torture or whatever like you know being the thing that destroys you like like how is that not american existence (laughs) always you know yeah um yeah and it also is really it's really like uh difficult or disconcerting i don't really know words today it's i i don't appreciate the ways that we're taking this like super horrific thing and then moving it into the abstract um yeah because it's like we're i feel like we're saying at the same time that it's like this is so important because of the the damage that it does to the body but let's remove it as far from the body as we can in order to understand it and i don't know (laughs) maybe that is useful and maybe that's a stupid thing for me to say but it, it just feels very dismissive i don't know um yeah. and i think that maybe the foucault pushes back against that a little bit because it is so closely tied to like specific mm-hmm. um i don't know things happening instances examples or whatever um but um yeah and i also like this is only i like i don't know um I think that, um, and I'm sure that um, we'll talk about this. I feel like Kari will have things to say uh, about pain and pleasure. And so I know that we're saying that torture Mm -hmm. is kind of the extremity of that. But like, I don't know. Is this always the way that we mean uh, torture? (laughs) Like, I don't know. I guess yes. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm also like, I feel like pain operates in different ways or like the power relationships surrounding pain are a lot more complicated, which like, not that these readings are not saying that I'm so I'm going to stop talking because I'm not. No, I know it's it's hard. It's hard. I feel, I feel this deep kind of resistance to this Mm -hmm. topic or the, I, I I can't locate where I'm feeling this kind of like, eh, I don't know either it's hard to talk about um it's hard to articulate for me anyway um well I just like okay so like what do we do where do we go from here (laughs) like I think that that's yeah kind of like what are we supposed to do with this I think that this examination of power relationships and power exchange um or power manipulation maybe would be a better word um surrounding torture is like yeah I don't like (laughs) duh like I don't you know like yeah yes we know so like what are you wanting us to to realize is it that we need to like respond to this and resist like um state operations because it's like okay yes like I get that that is terrible but also there's so much more that the state does to immediately destroy my body that I have to deal with before I can get to these other things. And, and not that I shouldn't get to uh, these other things. They are very valuable, but it's like, how? And also I'm exhausted and I don't know how, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to, I don't, 
I don't know. I don't know how. Yeah, I think some of it is if you, I don't know, if you remove the spectacle Mm -hmm. of the body in pain, it becomes harder, both harder to, to pinpoint and talk about the ways that the state is inflicting pain Mm -hmm. because it becomes more diffuse, right? Yeah. Like if pain's not this, this one time for an individual Mm -hmm. spectacle and it's not this intense kind of, as Skari said, what this like world obliterating pain like then it become then then you have to do a lot more work and it takes a lot of I don't know it, like I said it's just more diffuse and it's harder to talk about maybe but also I'm, I'm trying to untangle the thread between like public pain mm. and private pain or like the pain and I'm not even thinking about like the way that Foucault was talking about how yeah. executions mm-hmm. become private but like the kind of pain that we want to talk about publicly and maybe the kinds that we aren't really that interested in so I was kind of thinking and I know this week is about torture so I'm probably going like off to- off topic no, yeah. a little bit but so I'm starting to think about what about like um aging and disability mm-hmm. and the kinds of chronic pains that um you know like we're not terribly interested in they don't yeah. get an action movie like and I was trying to think of like I was trying to relate because I felt, oh, I just felt kind of like removed from this week's readings. So when I was reading the Scari, like, and they talked about, you know, the kind of world obliterating pain where you just can't think about anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she had a good example of like, if you're at the dentist and they use a drill on your tooth, you know, like, and it hits a certain way. It's like that seeing stars thing, like mm-hmm. your body, like literally just takes over all your faculties. Right. Um, and the closest thing that, like, I could personally relate to would be, like, childbirth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was thinking, because, so I had, I have three children. I have mm-hmm. two children that I had with painkillers. And then my youngest, I had no painkillers. Not oh, on purpose. Wild. Um, not on purpose. <laughs> He's just too impatient. Not on purpose. <laughs> yeah, it was, just didn't happen for me, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was, like, I mean, it's, it's. So I like to think about it because there was another woman I know. I don't remember how many children she had, but she had at least two. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of the same situation. Her earlier child or children had been medicated for her childbirth. And then her last, her youngest, um, everything happened too quickly. And she was not able to get any pain management or anything. And like, but like she, she had a lot of trouble afterwards with it. I don't know what to call it. Is it like, I don't know if it was like psychological. She was like shaken in a, in a very emotional and real way um, that I was kind of like, I don't know if I feel that way, but then it's like when you have like total loss of body control, like I was like begging my husband. I'm like, could you please do something? You know, <laughs> like it was bad. Like it, I was not in control yeah. of myself and it's, it's, it's kind of, it's humbling. Like, mm-hmm. so I think about it with humility, but she had like some sort of existential crisis about it. She was like, I yeah. just, I, I don't. And I think it has to do with, with how, I don't know, like how we think of ourselves as inhabiting our bodies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I don't really actually know where I'm going with that. No, it's okay. I mean, it's interesting because again, it just makes me, I mean, not to be like, I don't know. Actually, you know what? Yes, to be that person, but because I'm always like gender, <laughs> but but I mean, just yeah. like think, like it, like even you just bringing that up just made me think about all of the ways in which um, 
bodies that identify um, as women are asked or demanded to like consistently destroy themselves in service to something else of this state or like patriarchal society yeah, in general because yeah because it's funny right yeah. we we view the pain of childbirth as funny mm-hmm. it's like a it's like it is it's in a grotesque comedy. it's a comedy <laughs> to see a woman like yeah. yelling at her husband yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean yep so like the way we treat that kind of pain and i like i was going back and forth with myself i was like mm-hmm. well i could think of that pain as a productive pain because now i have a human but then I'm like, I don't, I resist that as well. I don't really want to break down pain into, like, I don't want to break down other bodily urges into productive or non-productive. It just doesn't seem, it seems icky, you know? Yeah. Yes. Man, that would be so interesting also to do. Because I was thinking a lot about um, the voice, too. In kinds of, because like all of these, uh, or all of the examinations that I've gotten through so far in the readings, right, are also touching a lot on like that torture is to, in order to like gain, like the confession, right? And so the problems that surround confession and like the ways in, like, it's like not just like controlling your body, but then also controlling your voice into like whatever saying whatever the fuck it is that you need to say to like make it stop to make your body stop you know yeah and I anyways that's like so inarticulate I don't know what's up with me today um anyway so but what I think would be really interesting is looking at the discourse that surrounds like what do we allow pregnant women to say about this act of destruction that's about to into their bodies or is happening to their bodies. Like when I'm thinking about the healthcare, not that I have ever had children, <laughs> seeing and hearing a lot more about the difficulties. I think like women in general have a lot of difficulties. Well, it's like almost everyone that's not like a, a white cisgendered male, right? Has difficulties trying to get the kind of healthcare mm-hmm. that they need um, and want. And uh, anyway, so just kind of looking at what, um, I don't know the ways that the the healthcare industry um, controls the voices and the bodies of women who are about to go through this grotesque and and terrifying and horrifying experience. Sorry, I don't mean to <laughs> like. Sure, pregnancy is like a beautiful thing, but also like you're literally destroying your fucking body, and that's that's how I think about it. So no, it's it's also yeah. Fantastic. Anyone who has witnessed an actual birth is like, wow, mm-hmm. yuck. <laughs> this isn't where I thought we were going to go. It can be but, both, you know, right? It yeah. can be both. Yeah. Um. So, and also, I think it's funny that I'm like getting to our trauma unit yet. Fuck, like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just, <sighs> yeah. Um. So I don't really. Oh, by the way, I my. I have a low battery, but we're getting close to 30 minutes anyway, so I should probably wrap it up. We are. Um, yep. Sorry, JG, don't murder us. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Grotesquely. Don't torture us <laughs> in the public square. Like, why, why is it, why, why is it okay for me to say that? Um, <laughs> it's not. Um, also, I just really quickly, this is also off topic, um, want to bring up that um, 
I just love arranging the classes that I take. Uh, so interesting and everything bleeds into everything else so you know obviously I've been thinking about the body a lot in the other I'm, I'm doing or am supposed to be doing and I'm taking <laughs> I'm in right now um and I was about um uh revolution basically in Elsa talking about just how um in a kind of procedural sense like or how do women organize and how do they ask for things and I was fascinated by this idea that um that like women are always asking for autonomy or like social mobility um outside of their before they ask for autonomy that seems so backwards to me but also like totally because Mm -hmm. it's so ridiculous that I would ever be able to have autonomy over my own body you know what I mean um (laughs) and what's even crazier is that I just was like that class is like a teacher who wants everybody to say something and well here's this random something that even considered at any point during the readings because different disciplines a and b because they're never thinking about the body um so now yeah. she's really excited for me to do more work on the body and i'm like but i'm tired <laughs> anyway so i just <laughs> i like didn't want to bring it up in class but i just thought it was interesting that like as always the reading that I'm doing is impacting my like, I don't know, knowledge production or, or engagement everywhere else. Yeah. So there's that. Any, any closing thoughts, Brittany? Um, no, no. I was just like, this is a, this is a downer of a week for the reading. Yeah. Well, I'm really, (laughs) I'm interested. I'm like, I want to see, why do these weeks together? That's my, that's my, why are mm. we talking about these? Yeah. Like, that's a good question. Because like I said, I think part of why I'm so like agitated mm. is because they were back to back. I don't know that I would have had the same reaction if I hadn't, if we hadn't had the class we did last week. Or yeah. This week. I think that I still would have been exhausted, but I don't know that I would have been thinking about bodies in the same way. Is it bodies and social disorder? Is that what the, the, I think so. Yeah. Order, order. Slash so maybe disorder. we weren't even talking, having the right, like, I'm sure we're supposed to be thinking about like, how do we, how do control bodies? Is, is that the, and, um, and like certainly, like the fear of this is is definitely one way. I'm sorry, my dog, clickety clackety ho. Um, I'm sure that that torture, <laughs> the fear of torture, right, is one way to to definitely reinforce the power of the state. But then also, like, how is that not happening in all of these other areas always? Anyway, I don't know. Sorry, that's the same thing yeah. that I've been fucking saying. I'm sorry that I'm, I'm saying a lot of bad <laughs> words in this podcast. I'm so tired. Hopefully, JG is the only one in Kari because she always listens every week. But hopefully, they're the only two and they don't mind that I'm a trash person. Um, I'm so sorry. God. Okay. I'm just going to stop. Okay. That's all I have. Okay. Is that all you have? Bye, yeah. Everyone. Okay. Um, it is. Bye, it guys. Is. Bye.